Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Trinity Episcopal Pocatello podcast. Peace be with you. Father Don makes a point of drawing context from outside our lectionary reading today, choosing to teach entirely from the first chapter of the Gospel of John. His homily today is titled, The Name of Jesus is God's Call for You. We learn about the many names of Jesus and what our relationship to Jesus is through that name. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Amen. My sermon begins this morning with, as you heard, this morning's gospel lesson started with the next day. But unfortunately, as I read it, they cut that phrase out. It's the next day John saw. And halfway through the reading, you did hear, there is a second the next day. And that made me wonder, and still makes me wonder, what happened before the first next day? What was going on the day before? And what happened after the second next day? What was going on after what we read today? From my perspective, this is one of those readings that needs more context to fully understand the message, to understand what this pericope means for us as a church and for us as individuals. In fact, I believe it's important to reflect upon the whole of chapter 1 of John's Gospel to discern who Jesus is and what that means for us as his followers and disciples. Who then is Jesus? From today's lesson, we heard John testify that he is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That he is the one who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And a second time, John says that he is the Lamb of God on the second day. In today's lesson, Jesus is also called Rabbi, which translated means teacher. And he is called the Messiah, which is translated anointed. Before today's verses, in John's first chapter, the first 28 verses, Jesus is identified with God as God's eternal son in these very familiar words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen His glory, the glory of a Father's only Son. Also in verse 9 of chapter 1, Jesus is identified as the true light which enlightens everyone. The litany of identities, names, and titles continues even after today's reading and goes through to the end of chapter 1. So in verses 43 through 51, Jesus is identified, interestingly, I think, as, quoting, him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote. He is further named and identified as son of Joseph from Nazareth, as rabbi, again for the second time, as son of God, as king of Israel, and as son of man. Who then is Jesus really? Which identity, which name or title is the best answer to this question? I love here what one commentator said and quoting that commentator. Why are there so many names for Jesus? Each disciple sees something different in Jesus and bears witness in his own way. 
Each disciple came to Jesus with differing expectations and needs. One needed a teacher, another the Messiah, another the fulfillment of Scripture. And each of these needs was met. End quote. So in today's gospel, John the Baptist needed the fulfillment of Scripture. The two disciples who chose to follow Jesus needed the teacher, so they called him rabbi. And Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, needed the Messiah, someone both he and Peter were searching for. In their naming of Jesus, each person was testifying not only to who and what Jesus meant for them, but also to the complexity of who and what Jesus was born to do and to be. Isn't that exactly what we, each of us, does as well? Do we not, each of us, have a favorite or at least a current preferred name that we use to refer to Jesus, that we use to acknowledge what our relationship with Jesus means for us? Got to admit, right now, I especially like to think of Jesus with the name Good Shepherd. My current need is to be led to green pastures, led to moments of peace, and there to be fed and nurtured by God and Christ's love. My current need is also to be rescued by that same love, rescued from the brambles, bushes, and deep ravines that this wayward sheep tends to stumble into. What about you? Given your current awareness of who you are and what your needs might be, what name for Jesus most resonates with you? How does this name testify to your relationship with Jesus, with God in Christ? In addition to the names, titles, and identities we've already discussed throughout the rest of John's Gospel, and as well as the other Gospels, there are other well-known names and identities. In John's Gospel, these include the bread of life, the true vine, the light of the world, the gate for the sheep, the resurrection and the life, and the often posted, well-known, the way, the truth, and the life. I invite you in the next few moments to reflect upon the names and identities of Jesus that you've heard and consider which one or ones are most important to you right now, which resonates with your current needs and your relationship with Jesus. I mean, let's take a moment for silent reflection. Thank you. Now, hold that name for identity in your heart for a little while longer while we consider one more truth about this morning's lessons. Each of our other lessons, our lesson from the Hebrew Scriptures and our lesson from Paul's epistle, refers to our being called by God for some greater purpose. Paul said it this way, Those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus called to be saints. While Isaiah said, the Lord called me before I was born. While I was in my mother's womb, he named me. And he said to me, you are my servant Israel, in whom I will be glorified. The truth that I see here as being pretty evident 
is that each of us has a call to discipleship, a call to name and identify who God in Christ is for us and what that means for how we live. This morning, you have reflected upon which name, which identity for Jesus most resonates with you. From that reflection can come greater clarity in how you will live as a follower, as a disciple of Jesus, how you might live a Christ-centered life. Paul tells us that we are sanctified by Christ Jesus and called to be saints. That's clear. In our gospel lesson, the two new followers of Jesus who had previously been followers of John, asked Jesus, where will you be staying? Which was really just a polite way of asking, if we join you, what will we be doing and where will we be going next? Jesus' answer to those disciples with that question is clear. He said to them, come and see. Come and see. That is the same invitation Jesus extended to each of us as we seek to understand our calling. Come and see. Come and see who I am in your life, how that shapes your call to be a saint of God. I truly believe God in Christ calls us by name. The question of how or whether to respond to the call is the choice we are given. So I ask two more things of you. First, Continue to reflect upon the name or identity of Jesus that most resonates with you. Continue to do so throughout this coming week, this week which leads up to next Sunday's annual meeting. It's my prayer that as you continue to reflect, you will come to a decision about how to live out your call. It might even be something you could do or continue to do for or with others here at Trinity. And secondly, as you come to receive the bread of life and the cup of salvation, open your heart to the name of Jesus, the name above all names, the name that promises you the love, the forgiveness, and the strength that you will need as you go into the world to do the work God in Christ has called you to do. Amen. We hope you found something helpful in today's episode. Please reach out to us if you have questions about our parish or the Episcopal Church. We are online at www.trinitypocatello.org. Our mission is to weave God's unfinished tapestry, and by listening, you are part of that mission. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia.